mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 287 of There's No Place I Terror, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Atlantis. Yes. Season 4. Yes. Episode 12. Yes. Spoils of War. Spoils. A.K.A. Yeah. Taylor has the strength of a Taylor and a fetus. That's I was trying to do the line from the office that Dwight does. Oh. Where he has the strength she has the strength of a full grown Taylor and a fetus. Okay. Because Dwight talks about how he ate his own twin in the womb. That's true. So he has the strength of a man and a fetus. I was I was trying to do some like 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 spidey sense or like like you know how the wasp can I don't know. I, we'll find it. Fetus sense. I, we watched Spider-Man, so <laughs> all of my thoughts are just on... It's Spiders. Taylor and the Multiverse for no reason that applies in any way to this... Don't read into it. <laughs> don't read into it at all. Taylor and the Multimind. Taylor and the Matrix. Taylor and the Matrix. Oh, yeah. We watched a lot of Matrix this yeah, week. We'll get... What was your days? Oh, and I said we'll get to that. I mean, now... Um, <laughs> uh, the past week and a half, uh-huh. two weeks, Long it's time. been a blur. Yeah. Like, not in a bad way. Just, it's just been a lot of things happening. It's just been a lot of things and, uh, like, blur. <laughs> blur. Just the yeah. band blur. Just the band blur. Um, no, we did see our, our, we have a tradition that we go, except for last year, um, go and see a movie Christmas day. Yep. This year was Spider-Man. Yep. We spidered the man's. It was highly enjoyable. Very enjoyable. I really, really liked it. Yeah. It does make me really want the, the new, uh, animated one. Yeah, part I, two of that. I can't wait for the new animated one. Um, but I'm excited. Uh, no spoilers. No it spoilers. Good. Um, I went into it happily, purposely without looking up any information. Nice. Um, and which I know is huge for you. It's big for me. I should say this: I didn't seek information on it. Okay. And thankfully, even though we saw it after it been out for almost a week, some of the major spoilers because I was sort of on vacation mode and not on the internet. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't run across any spoilers accidentally. Nice. Nice. So That'll that was highly enjoyable. Um, I, I feel can... like the last two weeks have been a month for me. Yeah. Because I was not at work, and then at work, and then in another state, and then back at work, and then in another country, yeah, and then back at home, and then back at work, and then Christmas, yep, and now we're here, and I am mostly alive. (laughs) Conscious is questionable. I'm here. Yeah, contacts hurt. It's fine. For those of you watching the video, it's fine. It's fine. My contacts are just dry. It's fine. This is happening now. Um, my favorite thing is I was wearing contacts recently because I wanted to wear sunglasses. And of course, it was a day that it was overcast. 
Oh, yes. So I didn't need them. Yeah. I did, however, um, I am a fan of wearing glitter, as you know. Yeah. I got, like, some glitter right in the eyeball. Ah, just the thought of that makes my brain hurt. With my contacts. It felt so good. My favorite's always the eyelash in the contact. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that's just pain. I mean, mind you, I wasn't wearing, like, cosmetic glitter. Just actually. Just- I was just wearing straight up, as I'm, you can't see in the video, but as I'm wearing now, it straight up was craft glitter. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm an equal opportunity glitterist. Today is the day for glitter. Today, I think, is the anniversary is. of the passing of our queen. It is. Um, that was something I was going to mention. Um, this is the the day before it's going out. Um, raise a glass, whether that's to our queen whatever is inside of it, to our queen Carrie Fisher. It was quite honestly... Um, one of the re- well, besides I love glitter, but one of the reasons why I tend to always have glitter with me, I like it, is because uh, I really love Carrie Fisher. Well, she was a glitter bomb queen. She was a glitter bomb queen. Uh, what glitter, else? What else? Pop culture queen. have we done this week? Um, we watched all of the Matrixes. I watched all of season whether or two. not I wanted to. I watched all of season two of The Witcher. Okay, I still haven't caught up on The Witcher. Was very enjoyable. Okay, um, I will say. Well, first of all, wait use you to follow in the first season. You okay. don't have to go back and rewatch it. Good. Um, I am still watching Yellow Jackets and I am still watching Dexter. Both are still very good. You know, friend of the pod started talking to me again about Yellow Jackets. And I was like, I don't have a way of watching Yellow Jackets. So oh. I need to at some point watch oh, Yellow yeah. Jackets. Oh, yeah. We need to just get you to come over and watch it at our house. Yeah. Um, it's on Showtime. I don't know. I'm never at your house. Nope. We're never at each other's houses all the time forever. <laughs> We've spent the last how many days? Seven hundred days between each other's houses. Seven. There were days where we're not even home, and the other person yeah. is at the other person's home. Accurate. That's happened. Guys, we aren't just friends for the podcast. We're friends in real life. Believe it or don't. <laughs> I'm walking on air. <laughs> <laughs> Flying away on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know what this mood is, but here we are. We're um, here. This what is, else is happening? This is like post-holiday food coma happening. This is, I've gained six pounds in the last two days. Please help me. I don't even know. I can't breathe. I think I've gained six pounds. I think and, there's ham in my lungs. chocolate. Yeah, I got and ham lung. Is that ham a thing? lung? Yeah, sure. That's that, a thing. That, that old ham that lung. That ham diaphragm. That sounds like a thing that you'd be diagnosed with in like the turn of the century yeah, in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, you got that ham lung. Here's some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best cure for ham lung. Yeah, cocaine. <laughs> All right. I uh, I was trying to. Um, I'll have to come back. There'll be more pop culture things. I think. Next week, because yeah. I'm still processing, th- like, I'm still processing pop culture, and I got, like, new books. Okay. And I will say, and this is completely, um, in no way, like, pop culture, really, or tied to the podcast, but um, for Christmas, I got so many things to, like, high-end professionally make dice. Nice. That I'm... I'm real excited. <laughs> I got my own Dice Masters now. I got the perfect Grace Gifts. Yeah, you did. I got colorful dishes. Yep. 
I got Lego flowers. Yeah. And I got a bag for snacks. I, Literally a yeah. snacko bag. I, uh, again, so many things for dice making. Um, so many Lego sets that Nick and I just bought each other and just didn't bother to wrap because we were with each other when we bought yeah. them for each other. Um, <laughs> no, we do the surprise Christmas things. Everything else was a surprise. Oh, okay. Everything else was. Yeah. We just happened to be at the store. Yeah. Would, but, and we're like, let's just leave them in the bag. Yeah. We obviously know. <laughs> See, that's one of those where I would be like, go away while I purchase your Legos. You get to know that you have Legos. You go, don't get to know which we, ones they we are. We tried to and then ended up next to each other at the register. <laughs> it was n- literally nothing but Star Wars Legos. That makes sense. Yeah. We watched Star Wars while putting them together. I like it. And then some Matrix. Appropriate things. Yeah. So many Matrix. So many. All the Matrix. I was is... I was made to finally watch all of the Matrixes. The only thing I'll say about the new Matrix, um, there's parts of it I super, super, super enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's parts of it that I was like, I don't dislike it. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, I really love Jonathan Groff. <laughs> I... Stand the story. I feel like I am a traitor to my generation, <laughs> but I am ambivalent towards the Matrix in general. And I think it's because I feel that it was, like, shoved down my throat too much. Like, so I am not someone who the Matrix has ever been in, like, the top of my film charts. Okay. I'm not someone who, like, had revelations upon I seeing do, the Matrix. Yeah. I do love their world building. <clears throat> the But I appreciate it is a gorgeous film. Mm-hmm. I love the world building. I love a lot of the, like, filmmaking aspects that went into yeah. it. Like, I give full props to the film, and I have no problems watching, and I fully enjoy it. But, like, I, 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 it's not ever been in my top movies, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I can see that, because I feel like you like your sci-fi a little harder core than that. If that makes sense, yes and no. Like a little more. I'm I'm not a cyber. I'm not a cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I'm a steampunk person, but I'm not the cyberpunk. That's that's fair. I can see that. Um, I don't know how to explain my thing. I think I just was dead at the time when everybody (laughs) fell in love with it. I get it. And it it was it was it did come out in the age where I was like anything that everybody likes I'd hate just oh. on pure purpose of hi yeah my name is Nixie who refused to have even do anything with Harry Potter related because yeah. I was a Tolkien purist and That's for fair. some reason like contrarianism thought. You couldn't like both. I was just into this is when I got into indie films and mm-hmm. I was like, do you even indie film? I've never uh, been into indie films. That was definitely me because I am pretentious. I was like, how big of effects can you give me? No, pretentious asshole forever. Which is, it me. Which is why you combine a love of effects and the love of Tolkien and why my favorite films are still Lord of the Rings. That makes sense. Yeah. January 11th, <laughs> 2008, New Year Who Dis. Yes. January 11th is one of my favorite cousin's birthdays. Yay! Shout out, cuz. Happy birthday. Directed by Alan McCullough, directed by William Waring. We have Christopher back as our friendly neighborhood. Wraith, sorry, mm. I lost all of Spider-Man. <laughs> a lot of Spider-Man. Yep. Um, and, uh, and then I wrote out the things that I just said. Oh, okay. About, well, this week is my annual craft week. 
Uh, it is. It is. That's it is. true. This it's is the week that you take. Sometimes I play some video games too, but this is tends to be the week that is completely dedicated to crafting in my world. This is my clean the house week. Yeah. Because God forbid you welcome the new year with a dirty house. I don't know where that came from, but it's a thing. But spring cleaning? No. No. New, new Year's, Year's cleaning. cleaning. I new get Year's that. cleaning at our house. I get the mentality Start behind that. Start the new year with a brand clean house. I'm just like, craft. I'm, just craft. I want to be there. Just make shit. Oh, there's two movies we didn't talk about, but we thought it'd be appropriate. I thought it was appropriate because they were exactly our... Uh, it's like if you combined, if you put each of us into a film, this is what oh. they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we did watch Don't Look Up, which is basically Nixie in yes. a film. Yes. And then Nightmare Alley, I have not had the chance to see, but hopefully it's still in theaters yeah. because Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of theaters available. There's not a ton of, there's not a ton, but no, we did watch Don't Look Up on, on Christmas Eve and I loved it so hard. I want to be Jennifer Lawrence's character. I, I expect that. Expect um, that. Nothing else. With knitted sweater and all. Yeah. Maybe not the. I'll skip the bangs. But yeah, the rest of pretty great. That I, I, I strive sometimes for that that dry sense of humor that she has. Yeah. And then the that that amount of blatantness. <laughs> she is very blunt. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Previously on Stargate Atlantis. Remember that time Carson told Taylor she had some Wraith DNA? It's been kind of a key part of some plot lines, yep. but mainly Carson told her. And remember it's Taylor Carson? time. Previously on Taylor time. Taylor? Also, also Taylor we worked with Todd to defeat the Replicators. Yep. And after he was done, uh, since he was his own hive ship, he just fucked on on out of there. He's like, gotta go. Bye. We're not friends. Bye. So we sort of go back a little bit in time to the final battle of the Replicators. Mm. And we get to see it from Todd's perspective. Yeah. He's on his own ship. He sends some darts into the city. And while the replicator mass is sinking into the planet and the whole place is about to explode, he refuses to leave Mm -hmm. until those darts are back. And he has what he came for. Bum, bum, bum. Eventually, the darts make it back. Uh, Even as everyone else in the Alliance fleet jumps away, Todd's ship is the last to leave. Yep. And the precious cargo is presented to Todd. Is definitely some ZPMs. Multiple Man, of them. ZPMs, the most popular kid in school. 100%. On any Stargate show ever. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now Todd has what he needs to complete his mission. I hope that eventually we get like a Scrooge McDuck style money bin, but with ZPMs. It's just, it's just like Selenka ZP- swimming through. Yeah. A bunch of ZPMs. Yep. I want it. Credits. Uh, that's it can only be good, right? Mm-hmm. That can only be positive. This is great. So when we're back in the Atlantis control room, Ronan and John come in and check with McKay. In the week since the end of the Replicators War, the Wraith have started to split into groups. All eyes are turning on each other. Um, there's too many Wraith, not enough food, and with any luck, I'm sorry, I, Kaylee just let out the loudest sigh behind us. Yeah, she's not a fan. Was you think she's not a fan of McKay, or do you think she's not a fan of, of of Wraith? I think that Sai was like, of course they're Wraith. They're now fucking going after each God, other. Duh. Yeah, it's fair. Um, really, we're hoping they find themselves in the middle of a really nice long civil war. Uh-huh. What's interesting is this red dot right here. There's no red dot there. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's Todd. Yeah. 
That's our friend. And for some reason, he's activated his subspace tracking signal. Interesting. I guess he was hoping we'd have eyes on that frequency. And while most of the Wraith have been grouping up, picking their signs on the playgrounds, this one is just sitting there in the middle of space. He's like, hey, look at me over here, hanging out. The question is, what does Todd want? Ponies. Maybe he just really likes the food in the cafeteria. We don't he know. Might. Anything's possible. Oh, I guess we forgot to turn off the fan again until right uh, now. Uh, look how quiet it is. That's how you. That's why you couldn't hear it. Yeah, uh, it was Kaylee the ray It was the ray ship. Yep. And they're just giving you ray ship ambient sound. So Ronan finds Taylor in the sparring room, which apparently has all this other workout equipment directly yeah. off camera that you can easily wheel all into the time. frame. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. she's on a bike, sweating it out. And while Ronan's not surprised, like, he's like, why... Not surprised you're here, but, like, shouldn't you be taking it easy? Is it absolutely necessary? Also, an exercise bike already can be painful. I can't imagine if you're carrying the full weight of a baby on you. I've never carried a baby. Well, it's tiny still. Isn't it, like, fairly decent size? Like, isn't she showing by now? She's she's showing a little bit. That's fair. I guess it's not, like, the full nine months. But I feel like an exercise bike would be uncomfortable. I just like Taylor's comeback. Or maybe she's like, I need to sit down. I just like her comeback of, I'm pregnant, not ill. It's, I mean, she's not wrong. A- accurate. Yeah. Um, But then the wisdom changes sides. Oh, yeah. Uh, because she thinks, as she claims, that she has to keep in top physical shape to keep up with the rest of the team. And Ronan's like, well, who says you have to mm-hmm. keep up? Whose societal expectations are these? Because we're not on Earth, and these sound like Earth expectations. And then he just walks away. Yep, got a blast. I'm like, you can keep working out and shit, but, like, give your body some slack. It's multitasking. It's uh, also not just give it some slack. It's multitasking. It's building a whole nother fucking that's life. A, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's busy. It's already working out <laughs> internally. It's 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 busy. Yeah. <laughs> It's doing things. Its primary objective is off somewhere else. Yeah. So John and McKay, meanwhile, are checking in with the Todd's little red dot. Mm-hmm. So Link updates them. The status has not changed in 24 hours. So is he disabled? Mm. Is it a distress call? Is it trap? Um, the closest gate is an hour by jumper. Yep. McKay is on team. Who cares? He's a wraith, regardless if he's helped us in the past. Yeah. John is on team, but it's interesting, and I want to poke it with a stick. Yeah. Why is it doing that thing? I want to touch it. So guess who side... Guess who team wins? John is Poke it with a stick. Always, always. In the locker room, which, by the way, there's no doors on this locker room, so I'm just calling it a gear room. Oh, yeah. Because there's lockers, so it's like a locker room. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm thinking no one's treating this like like a locker room, locker room. It's just equipment. Yeah. Stor- it's a storage space. I don't know. Um, Taylor just walks right in, and she's heard what's going on. She wants to come along, because her skills are still her skills. Yeah. Pretty clear John does not want to have said conversation. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um, but always he has to. And he gives Lauren a look who understands and gets everyone out to the jumper. Help me make this less awkward. Everyone except for Mukay, who's just tying his shoes, waiting for popcorn. Uh-huh. To witness this conversation. Uh, yeah. And Ronan just drags him out. Yeah. By the coat. Get out. Once again, John repeats, I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> Do you think McKay would be one to run from a birth or one to be like, what? I got to see how this Nowhere goes down. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near yeah. it. <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near it. Yeah. Um, 
Taylor's pretty sure they haven't even had this conversation in a first time, uh-huh. let alone again, because he has barely talked to her since <laughs> she told him she was pregnant. Yep. Um, he's like, uh, busy. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I don't want to talk to you right now. Uh, busy. But to John, it's really simple. Like, simple ops like this can turn to shit at any moment. Yep. He's not wrong. No. Um... Yeah, it's a hard call to make because I, it's not about Taylor anymore. It's about the little baby. Exactly. And and while Taylor says that she accepts that risk and she doesn't know if this is John trying to protect her or if he's angry with her, he didn't tell her sooner and she starts to get him mad. And John's like, nah, like you want to go out there because you want to find your people and you want to find the follow to your kid. Like, you want to tear things up and you want to kick ass, but you can't. Yeah. Not like you used to. It's, it's like. Well, here's the thing is it's not John's place to tell Taylor what she can and can't do. Yes. However. However. Taylor is not accepting that things have changed. Well, it, it yes, yes. Yeah. It is not on John to tell Taylor what she can or cannot do. However, as he touches on later, it is his call who goes in the field. Well, that too. Yeah. Uh, there's just a certain sense of like, you can't pretend this is nothing. Exactly. And that's the part that I struggle with with Taylor. Like, it's not nothing. It's yeah. something. And I think... I mean, obviously, that's one of the key parts of this episode is her yeah. realization of that. Yeah. Yep. Um. Because I think up until this point, she just is like, well, I'm pregnant and not thinking about the end results of a pregnancy. What that means. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have a kid, but I'm just going to keep. But I feel exactly the same right now. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, in the process of this episode, she fully, we've called her Mama Bear before, but she fully becomes Mama Bear. Oh, yeah. So the jumper heads out. As they get closer, they see that the Wraith ship is a little worse for wear. Uh, the damage was definitely done by another hive ship. Mm-hmm. No life signs aboard. So while it's creepy as hell, they didn't call all this way for nothing. It's a ghost ship. It is. It is a ghost ship. Mm-hmm. Also, Lauren's here. Lauren is here. I like Lauren. Lauren is cool. Lauren's awesome. So um, cut to them splitting the party for mm-hmm. reasons that we have listed many times that you should never do. Um, Ronan finds some bodies that look like they've been fed on mm-hmm. by a wraith. Wraith nomming on wraith. Yep. Oh, look, it's like the equivalent of finding candy wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's been here. Yep. So McKay leads them to the tracking signal. It looks like it's on the bridge. They don't find Todd. They just find more dead Wraith. Yep. And McKay finds the tracker signal on the grounds. Yikes. It is no longer in Todd. No. Uh, it looks like a weird razor. It does. It's like, what happened to the? This is an interesting prop. Why was that in someone? Yeah. That looks sharp. And it looks huge. Yeah. Like, I'm in my brain, trackers are like a microchip. Not that thing trackers. is fucking enormous. Well, I remember the one that was in Ronin was good size, too. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so sometime later, Lauren and the rest of the team arrive on the bridge as well. McKay's already working on trying to get an understanding of the situation. And finally, they realize they have to stop calling him the Wraith. <laughs> yeah. Or their friend. Mm-hmm. So John finally gives him his name that we have been referring to him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Todd, after a pale guy he knew in college. This is a moment where I'm going to bring up the Matrix again. Yeah, go for it. Because one of the things that uh, husband Jesse learned this weekend is that 
I'm really good at not knowing what something is and just going along with it anyway. <laughs> so uh, I, the reason all of the Matrixes were watched is because I haven't watched the old ones. And Jesse's yeah. like, you got to watch them to watch the new one. Yeah. And I was like, no, really, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'm really good at just following along whether I know something or not. Spoiler, you can totally watch four without having seen the other ones recently. Continue. So anyway... I accidentally started watching the third one before the second one. And he goes, weren't you confused? I was like, I just figured I was confused because it's me and I forget things. Just like I didn't know why we were calling Todd Todd. Yes. I just figured I missed something. And that's why we were calling him Todd. I, uh, it's, it's a spoiler that I brought forward. And I'm really glad that we've been calling him Todd forever because yeah. it have been really annoying for the past however long to continue yeah, calling the him the Wraith. But that's what I, that's yeah. just like a nice example of like, I didn't question it. I yeah. was just like, great. His name's Todd. His name Moving is Todd. Yeah. I must have just missed that part when they, we called him Todd. Nope. It's yeah. now. I just have brought that forward to the first time we saw him. See? Because. Nixie understands. I didn't feel like calling him the Wraith. I feel like I've missed nothing. Yeah. The end. So it does bring up the point, though, mm-hmm. that at no point did they just not ever ask Todd what his name is? Not important. <laughs> the onboard Atlantis. The Wraith. Did you never like we still I'm have not determined surprised. that we have like I'm sure the Wraith have names. I'm more surprised that he Todd didn't volunteer his name. Yeah. I feel like especially while working with McKay at some point he would have been like I have a name. Yeah. Kaylee has a name too. Mm-hmm. Her it's name is called Kay- Loud. Her name is Loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but the important part is while the hull is barely a hull, McKay is pretty sure he can get the main systems up and working, which means they have themselves a new ship. We got a hive ship. Back in Atlantis, mm-hmm. Zelenka sees John pass, pass him in the hallway and he goes to catch up and walk and talk. And he's pretty much just there for John to explain to us that there was no one living on the ship. And the McKay fixing the ship is the easy part. We just needed somewhere to, you know, do the the uh, the little dialogue drops. We're going to get to the hard part. Mm-hmm. And the cafeteria. John is sitting with Taylor. And uh, th- the ship is secure. There's no immediate danger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, who I just yelled at for wanting to go on a mission, are the only one who can fly it. <laughs> yeah. This is the fun part where he's like, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, so you know how I said you, even, even the most stable of ops can go bad. Mm-hmm. We have a really, a really routine op. It's probably not going to go bad. <laughs> Taylor, I give Taylor such restraint for not saying I told you so. Yeah. Or just making him work for it a little bit harder. I, know. I will say before we get too far from it, it is nice to see a John and Zelenka walk and talk. I know. We don't get that enough. Not enough. No. I feel like they're two very smart men. I would love to see them play a game of chess every now and then. Yeah. Um, and Or t- Risk. I would I would watch him. Or Go. I've never played Go. Oh. But I, I'm here for it. I would enjoy play, watching him play Risk. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, I want to see him play Catan. Oh, yeah, that would be fun, too. Star Trek Catan. <laughs> um, John admits that he earlier was a little harsh. Yeah. He's like, but you are still a member of my team. And Taylor's like, am I? <laughs> and I'm like, Taylor, look, it's not a goddamn on-off switch. Yeah. So it's not a black and white scenario. Yeah. 
just because you're not running around on missions doesn't mean you're not part of his team. Yeah, she does. She is giving him a little bit of shit, but I feel like she's been getting a lot of shit. So this is the one thing she can go back and forth on and be like, ha, I can give it back. Yeah. Uh, And John, as we said, like it is John's call whether or not someone goes on any mission. Yeah. Which includes her. Take it or leave it. Yeah, it's fair. And then Taylor's like, well, when do we go? Mm-hmm. Let's get this bread. Uh, I just want to share with everyone on the pod yeah. that in order to keep Kaylee from screaming, yeah. I am squeezing her head. <laughs> That's what she feels is petting right now. I'm literally just squeezing her head. My dog is so weird. She's very interesting. She's loving it, though. Look at her. Yeah, she's okay. loving it. She's just... She's weird. She's sitting there letting me squeeze her head like a little weirdo. Yeah. Okay. So John left Lauren and the rest of the team back on the Wraith ship, which... Here's my question. They all came in one jumper (laughs) to the Wraith ship. Yep. And John went back to Atlantis in said jumper, I'm assuming. How is there a jumper there for Lauren to find snack bars in? Sure, 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 sure. Maybe no, he does say they're in the jumper. Yeah, right? he does. Did he get Or maybe them be- he says they were in the jumper and he scavenged before he got off the That's jumper. That's the only thing I can think that of. That would be my move. And my favorite part Maybe he's like a search for snackos the he, first thing he does. Obviously he, there's a reason that you like him. We're friends. Kindred, we're friends, Lauren and I. Kindred thoughts. Snackum searchers. And Maybe it, he gets low blood sugars as well. We he don't very know. might and just doesn't broadcast it like McKay does. Yeah, or maybe it's like, I got to keep McKay shut the fuck up. So yeah. I better always have something to throw at him. He's he's smarter than John is then, obviously. My favorite part of the entire episode. <laughs> I love this moment so much. McKay's explaining, you know, that he got the hyperdrive working, but that's pointless because I can't get the neural interface to work. And then Ronan's just bored. So he's just wandering around the bridge, touching shit. Which then lights up half the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, what did you do? And he's like, I didn't do anything. I only touched. I didn't do little. anything. Probably. I probably didn't do anything. I touched a little something. Only a little bit of things. <laughs> I stopped squeezing your child's head and then I got smacked for it. That's all. My dog is so weird. Yeah. I mean, she is my dog. But I, I mean, look. Like a good barbarian, yeah. Ronan touched the thing. Of course. Yeah. I just, it makes me happy. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. But what's shown on the screen is a map. It's dungeon time. Anytime you find a map, it's dungeon time. Hells yeah. Mm-hmm. So Taylor and John head back to their new hive ship and continue the conversation that really needed to happen a while ago. Yeah. This is great. It's one of those, I don't know if you guys ran into this, but early in my relationship, with husband Jesse, we yeah. learned that tough conversations are easiest had in the car because you're both not looking directly at each other. So you can be a little more vulnerable mm-hmm. and you're like sitting side by side versus in front of each other, like confrontation style. Yeah, no, we 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 just find like just really off the wall times to have those conversations. <laughs> we like just spring attack it on someone. Oh, see. Uh, we so you can't be overly prepared for it in a good oh, way. Oh, see, and we do, we are you know we're the touchy feely types. Yeah, but it's it's a great way. I recommend it yeah. if you have a rough conversation in the car, well, or jumper, whatever you're traveling yeah, or in. Jumper, but when you're both because you're both sort of 
like at a different set of ease because yeah. you can't be fully committed physically and emotionally like yeah. to to the conversation because your body has to focus on driving. Yes. And you're not staring at each other and you're not sitting at each other, which is a really good thing. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Taylor explains that she didn't tell John or anyone since when she first found out because she found out right when her people disappeared so Mm -hmm. now she has these two major life events that are tied together and that's shit yeah which john gets also she's gotta find her baby daddy she gotta find her baby daddy and there's also that added stress that she doesn't want to put too much thought in that her child may be the last of her people Mm mm-hmm which is why she can't just stay in Atlantis and do nothing. She has to be out here to find them, or at least what's what she thinks. Yep. Fair. Yeah. So once on the high ship bridge, McKay updates them on the progress. The neural interface is up and working. No way of testing it, honestly. Um, he's been having issues with weapons, and John's like, why weapons? He's like, well, I, I figured they'd Reasons. be useful when we go after the Why race. wouldn't you weapons? And he's like, why did we go after the Wraith? Well, I... That's usually your M.O., John. What are you talking about? McKay's like, well, I found. And Ronan's like, we found. Yeah. Um, When I touched the thing, I wasn't supposed to. uh That the ship was heading to a top secret Wraith outpost. Mm -hmm. Emphasis on top secret. Mm Mm-hmm. No idea what it is, but they apparently talk about it like it's a sacred place. Yep. And McKay only gathered um, that it played a key role in defeating the Ancients. Which is why Ronan really wants to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to kill Wraith. Give me the Wraith. John goes, can we just... Let's back up a second. Can we fly the ship? Yeah, before we start killing Wraith. Yeah. Willy-nilly. And at that moment, Taylor just starts up the ship. It's way easier than it's ever been before. Mm-hmm. Everything is clicking. Everything is responding to her. Very similar to when John got into the chair or the jumper for the first time. It's like yep. an extension of her. And just like that, Taylor's heading off to the coordinates of the outpost. I do love that all our ships have this weird, like, biochemical great. nature to them. Fantastic. Nothing ever could go wrong. Uh, imagine if you could calibrate your car when you bought it to you. It's like, what a cool security system. It's like, yeah. I mean, you can try and steal it. You can't do shit with it anyway. Nope. It only works for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the end. And John's like, can we can we hold Taylor? Why don't we wait for the Taylor's? No, like. And she's like, well, look, whatever knocked this hive ship out is a day plus ahead of us mm-hmm. and if the really outpost is really that important can we afford to wait also i got the wraith juice bitch. i got the wraith Ooh, under, under my skin <laughs> so, i don't know what that was she's got the wraith juice just let her do the things um I-, I love this it's like well we have to go get them now but on the other hand if it is that important Maybe wait a couple days and yeah. scout something. How about let's take a long rest before we go on another adventure? How about you maybe take the race ship up there and just like do a flyby? Stealth, stealth mission. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Fine. But park in the very back of the parking lot or even the next door parking lot. And they're going to take a cloak jumper in. Yep. And they, they jump on out of there. Mm-hmm. While they travel, McKay has been going over the rest of the ship's log. Looking for any mention of the outpost. Yep. And no, he's pretty sure no one has been to this place in a thousand years. Interesting. I mean, what? So why now? Yeah. Is 
Maybe there's, I know coincidence happened, but maybe there is some connection with the timing dots of what happened a thousand years ago. Mm, probably not. Let's not think about that too hard. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, they arrive and Taylor drops out of hyperspace, sets up orbit around the moon. That's no moon. <laughs> As others head to the jumper, Taylor takes a step off the console and loses her balance a bit. And she's like, guys, I'm fine. I'm just dizzy from all the drinks I had. I mean, what? That's not right. I just flew a spaceship with my mind, okay? Yeah. She has full rights to be a little dizzy That's disconnecting fair. from that. Absolutely. She just got off a treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. John motions to everyone to give him a second. And he's like, this is what I was talking about. Bruh, we don't need your I told you so. She's like, I know. And John actually does need someone to stay here and be their getaway driver. Yep. Lauren and the Marines will stay too. Lauren and the Marines is his new band name. It's a good band name. Mm -hmm. Lauren would be an excellent front man for a band. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, I want to see him in like, like 80s metal like hair metal bands. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> as the jumper heads out and cloaks, McKay starts scanning things as they get into range. Fun fact, the planet has a space gate. <laughs> but they didn't know that until they got there. I mean, how would we Honestly, know? How would exactly. we know that there was an express lane? Also, there's an unidentified energy reading on the surface. Mm -hmm. And look at that, a hive ship in orbit. Hey, we did that. Hey. On the planet. But also, wouldn't using the space gate be less stealthy? It would be, but I I do like his idea of like we didn't have to fly a goddamn yeah, hive ship here. That's true. Anyway. On the planet, it's definitely Wraith Base from the fleshy decor. <laughs> Ugh, with no guards oh, yeah. at the front door. Uh, McKay directs them in because even though he got lost in the garden maze when he was being chased by a bee when he was 10, he actually has excellent sense of direction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sure he does. No. <laughs> uh, John sees something that after a while they've been searching, he shuts up his party and they turn their lights off and they find themselves in a large room with a queen uh. who's covered in like root tentacles. Yeah. Ruticles. Ruticles. Mm -hmm. uh, Ronan calls it's them... It's very in. common. It's super, super, super common normal in to this see part of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronan calls them a different direction to, like... Look, I don't know how to even describe these pulsing flesh pods. Mmm, yum. <laughs> Ronan finds another one. You know one. what I could use for dinner is like some fried pulsing flesh pods. <laughs> Sounds delicious. You just have to make sure they're still pulsing. With a little lime and hot sauce. If they're no longer pulsing. Then mm, they're not fresh anymore. They're not fresh yeah, enough. Yeah. You want your, your flesh pods pulsing. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and nom, then, there's, nom, nom. then there's a bigger one that's definitely humanoid shape. Yep. And then there's a third one that's like moving. That's the one you want to eat. You know that's fresh. It's very fresh. Yeah. A little crunchier than the others, though. Uh, it's going to fight. It's going to fight its way down. <laughs> but you got to love a meal. It's going to fight its way down. <laughs> Mine, don't pardon me while I no longer eat food um ronan's you know what says, i always wonder like yeah. if you eat octopus and it's like too fresh will it get like suction to your throat well no you know i've never eaten raw octopus okay i've only eaten it cooked okay yeah i just wonder like do the suction cups stop being suctiony i mean once they die i've i think i've never had suck i've had 
pretty fresh octopus, uh-huh. but I've never had suctiony octopus. I mean, obviously the tentacles too. Well, that's what I mean. Like the tentacles, do they stop performing their suction cup duty once the octopus is dead? I'm gonna guess. Okay. Like, is it a muscle spasm or is it just a shape thing? I think it's muscle. Okay. Important thoughts. Yeah. Thanks. Because they can control when it's suctioning or not. That's true. An unsuction. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Thank you. Um, So Ronan Spidey Sense kicks in and tells them that they have to hide quick. So Mm -hmm. they do watch as some wraith come in. And you know... You know when the Urukai are birthed in Lord of the Rings mm, through that membrane? Mm, that seems so like sweet and magical compared to this. <laughs> I know. It's, mm. it's, oh, it's guys, it's I give full props to whichever actor was in those prosthetics. Yeah. Acting. I don't know how much of acting that is when you're just reacting to being covered in that slime. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What kind of, like, direction do you give that actor? (laughs) Pretend somebody just, you're trying to escape a fart capsule. (laughs) Pretend you're a poop. Just pretend you're breaking your bones. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. (sighs) Laudan would like it. Um, (laughs) As the team continues to explore, they ponder what this place is. Is it a wraith farm? I mean, it makes sense. They're descended from insects and the whole, like, queen. This is aliens. This is the Nostromo. It is the Nostromo. The Nostromi, as we call it now. (laughs) Um, But McKay has always assumed that this, like, the whole queen fertilizing, making drones was happening all the time on their ship. So what makes this place special? I can't stop thinking about slurm (laughs) and how slurm is made. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, slurm. slurm wraith. That's all the drones are, is slurm. Mm-hmm. And then they find a room just filled with thousands of pods. Yay. Like, we just saw the Matrix. Strong human pod vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. We're making, you know, clones. Mm-hmm. McKay connects into a console and gets the schematics and the issue is very concerning because the part that you can see on the surface is just a tiny fraction of the face it's actually miles in diameter actually so many egos and there's over a hundred chambers like the one they just saw the world's largest wraith omelet yeah it's not good no it's bad there's so many like Camino is jealous oh there is a lot going on here so they continue to explore and try to figure out first how a single queen could fertilize all those pods because, damn. <laughs> just It's a lot of work for one queen. Yeah. Just the logistics alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know the queens don't work together, so there can be only one. Yeah. Also, how are they going to blow this place up? Because I don't know if there's enough C4 in all of Atlantis to blow up a base miles in diameter. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. What what do you do? I mean, at that point, you got to get some NACWA to generator bombs in there. You got to get some... We're going to need some ZPMs to power things. So they could... Hey, conveniently, there are ZPMs yep. on the space. They could wow. fire from space. But there's the other hive up there to deal with first. And But they could, for now, at least buy some time, just turn the power off. Mm-hmm. It's a delay tactic. But honestly, McKay doesn't even know where the power sources are right now. Yeah. Oof. 
back in the queen's room, the non-drone Wraith with the worst wig ever. <laughs> I'm calling him Mr. Wraith. Yeah. Tells the drones to wake the queen up and all of the, the ruticles sneak away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wakes up asking what happened. She's very tired. Mm-hmm. While Mr. Wraith tells her that the second batch of warriors is flawless. I'm guessing the first batch will... Again, to oh, reference God. Star Imagine, Wars. like... What that look like? Well, here's what I'm thinking. They look gross enough when they're not flawed. What I'm thinking is, you know, the sh- Bad Batch from Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah, I, there's they have their own series. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. I'm just assuming the first batch yeah, yeah, is like yeah. the Bad Batch. In my head, they're even more grotesque and like awful looking. Probably. I'm like, oh, that's not useful. They look like a Cronenberg creation. <laughs> it's just like the fly. Yeah. Uh, and now they have, quote, a suitable genetic template with which to proceed to the next phase, which, given the context, great. Yay. Fantastic. You love to see it. Uh, and she wants the commander of the Fallen Hive, which, yes, you guessed it, is Todd, brought to her because she has to regain her strength. Our buddy Todd. And I like the smarminess of Mr. Mister Wraith. He reminds me of Ebony Maw from the NCU. Okay. Um, the one if you don't know, he's the he's the one that doesn't fight as much and just grovels at Thanos' oh, feet. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You have the pleasure of being killed by Thanos. Yeah, like, he found his wheelhouse just yeah. hanging out. Yep. This is the vibe I get from Mister Wraith. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, you know, he he knows a lot. Are you sure you want to kill him? And the queen's like, well, you said the device is ready, and if it's ready, we don't actually need him anymore. He's yep. like, no, it's totally. Ready. Uh, everything's fine. Just some final adjustments. And mm-hmm. I get the idea that in no way is that device ready. Not even a little bit ready. <laughs> and if she kills Todd, he is SOL. Yep. Um, but since the options are she feeds on Todd or Mr. Wraith. Either way, he's got to save his own ass. Todd it is. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is Todd in a cell. Two drones come and get him. But before they can take him, the drones are killed by John and Ronan. Yay. He's like, hey, John, didn't think you'd come. Nice to see you. Fancy meeting you here. After I've been signaling you for fucking ages, took you guys long enough. What are friends for? And don't think that Ronan doesn't take that moment to aim his blaster directly at Todd's Uh head. Because as John says, you tell us everything you know or you'll be joining your friends on the floor. It's, It's time for you to die. On the hive ship, Taylor and Lauren are a bit bored. Sure. No word yet, so they're just... Waiting. Um, and Lauren sits down. He hasn't had the chance yet to congratulate Taylor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's great. Lauren yep. didn't even see know that Taylor was seeing anyone. You did, yeah. I mean, Taylor's not one to like announce. No. I like how all of them are like, we didn't know you were seeing anybody. It's like you never asked. No, first of all, you didn't ask, and secondly, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and she doesn't say anything; mm-hmm. just smiles. And Lauren just keeps talking because it's Lauren. He has a sister with two boys, and yep. he really misses them. Yep. And dude, Lord would be an amazing uncle. <laughs> Lord would be a fun uncle. Lord would be. Lord is the uncle that buys you the toys that your parents are like. Why did you get that? Hundred percent. Why did you do that? This is the type of aunt that I strive to be. He's in gonna my life. shoot his eye out. Mm-hmm. That one. Well, let's be honest. You still have Lauren as an uncle. He's gonna teach him. Sure, but they're still gonna shoot their eye yes. out. Yeah. Yes. Um, but can you also like because we know Lauren paints, he gets them like also like full paint, like full like those art That's sets. True. Yeah, I like that idea. Just lots of glitter everywhere. Yeah, 
Yeah. I say as the person whose desk was literally covered in glitter when Grace got here. Because mm-hmm. I had to organize my glitter by color. That's the thing. Not kidding. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and Taylor is like, I don't even know what to expect. And Lauren's like, no, no one does. <laughs> so not with the first. There's no way to know what to do. You can you read all the books you want. It's, you don't. Um, it's jazz raising babies is jazz it's all improv improv, yeah but you get through it Mm -hmm. lauren knows that taylor will make a great mom which i 100 percent agree with yeah it's fair and taylor thanks him and she wishes that she was as confident on that as lauren is if you were then you were doing it wrong yeah i know if you go into into having your first kid going i got this that you're you're not prepared (laughs) you're gonna get an awakening yeah and yeah i was about to say it's the same with puppies i guess so yeah that's it's like different stakes though a a little bit (laughs) i mean it is still a tiny human life or a human a tiny life a tiny life yeah that has its own minds Uh uh-huh and most likely the thing with babies is at least they're not walking true yeah puppies go everywhere puppies like to get lost yeah and they're tinier they sneak into tinier spots puppies like to walk behind the television and poop on the cables (laughs) not from experience human babies probably (laughs) i'm gonna guess would not be doing that i mean they're pooping everywhere else. They may be pooping there, but it's not going to go on the cable. But you're not having, they're not like, you know, trapping themselves behind the TV. There's better ways to contain the human poop. Oh, God. That's <laughs> fine. I, that is one thing I'm very glad Kaylee Thor came to us pretty much potty trained. Yeah. Drakey did as well, but Stormy was teeny tiny <laughs> and was like, I poop on this. It's like, no, buddy. Okay, like, I poop on this again. It's like, no, buddy, no. Everywhere but there is fine. Everywhere. At that point, I was like, just stop peeing on the cables. Stop pooping and peeing on the cables. It's totally safe. It's totally safe to pee on electronics. Anywhere but here will mean that you are most certainly going to be alive. Here, the one place, I cannot guarantee you that, is where you want to do the things that you're doing. This segment is brought to you by Grace is Exhausted. Oh, I'm laughing so hard. Because he fucking would do that every time. Every time, the little weirdo. Why do you think they like cable cords now? He's still my little idiot, too. When him and Drakey got out of our yard the other day, by the way. Yeah. They both managed to get out. Drakey can get... You know, Stormy is a kid who skips school and then it's like the one kid who gets in trouble for it. It's like, this is why you can't do it. That's why I never skip school. You're not... You're not wily enough to not get caught. I think... So you don't get to. I'm pretty sure I've shared the story. The one time I skipped school, I told everyone that I was skipping school. You're not allowed to. You're not... If you're not wily enough to go full Ronin... Or, 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 or uh, you know, Shepard, you don't get to. I literally, it was the last, last day of high school. I literally went, hey, mom, can I, what would you do if I skipped school? And mom's like, what, why, I. Stop it. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. She's, I feel like she's like mildly disappointed <laughs> in you at that point. She's like, get out. Why are you telling yeah. me this? Yeah. Get out of my face. <laughs> so back with Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, he clears up what this 
base is. Very quickly, <laughs> no, a queen could never make this many warriors at once, at least not naturally. Here, the queen makes I this- mean, imagine what it would do to her hips. I mean, Oof. really. Yikes. That's gonna hurt. Um, here the queen just makes a handful of warriors, and then each is cloned thousands of times. Yeah, this is our Xerox room. This is Camino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why this place was key to being the ancients. Yep. They just completely overwhelmed them with numbers. That's a way to do things. It's how they got so many wraith. And Johns goes, aren't there already too many wraith to feed in wraith. the galaxy? I mean, when you were fighting, the replicators would have been the time to make more wraith, but now you're not. So why more wraith? Mm. Reasons. But they didn't have the ability to power it before now. They needed those ZPMs to do it, and he stole some of the replicators one while the plant was being destroyed. Yep. And just as John was about to feel bad about killing him, he, Todd, was going to create his own army to huh. kill all the other Wraith with. Yay. But there's a turncoat in his crew who had told another hive ship. Buttholes. You can't you can't get good help these days. You can't get good Wraith. You can't nope. get trustworthy Wraith. I mean, cool. This actually makes things easier for me. Hey, there's already ZPMs here, and Todd knows where they are. Yeah, fresh okay. batteries. Let's go blow them up then. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I mean, you wanted big explosions to destroy this base. You didn't come all this way just to rescue Todd, but it is now in your best interest to do so. Fair. So Todd leaves them with confidence to where he knows some ZPMs are. He stays back while uh, with McKay while John and Ronan clear the area, mm-hmm. which leaves McKay some time to ask Todd to clarify. <laughs> yeah. By the way, where did you get the ZPMs a thousand years ago? Tell me real quick, just one weird little question for you. Which Todd points out that the um, ancients were arrogant, which we know. What? <laughs> Shocking news. So shocked by this idea. Wait, tell me again. Wait, tell me how the ancients were super arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept sending their ships deep into Wraith territory, and eventually they captured some. Yeah. Kept their thread ZP- three ZPMs. Here's my question. That was a thousand years. Is it just common knowledge? Is it a legend? Are there really old logs? Like, I'm not. Oh, I think it's just a story they pass on because it's like, this is how you get the Lantians. Yeah, I guess so. It was like a big get. I guess it's like the Trojan horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he, he says three you know, weeks later, their army had grown to hundreds of times its original size and turned the tide of the war. So I'm guessing they had this place pre-built and were just waiting for the power source. Makes sense. History lesson over, though. Mm-hmm. They're going to go. And that's right about when that alarm goes off. Because they definitely found the empty Todd cell. Yep. Uh, And that's the point. Just to save you a play-by-play here, because it's kind of embarrassing for our group. But our group goes down embarrassingly fast. Yeah. Except for Todd, who has run off and escaped. Yep. They lost to Todd embarrassingly fast. And then they all go down. Yeah. Well, that's fun. And who knows, hours, minutes, whatever, later, McKay is the last to wake up in the cell. Mm-hmm. And yet, noticeably, there's no Todd. Yeah. Uh, McKay is sure that Todd will come back for them. I mean, Ronan and John are like, sure he will. Yeah, except we're just a gift for Wraith Mommy, and there he's yeah. not interested in being part of the gift. So Mr. Wraith shows up, mm-hmm. opens the cell, and escorts them before the queen. Yay. Who's like... 
Hi, Queen. So, Todd escaped. But I, I got you a present. I got you humans? Look, I didn't do the dishes like you asked me to, but... I made you a cake. I did bake you a beautiful cake. Which, yes, caused more dishes. But also, look at this cake. But cake. Cake is yummy. Uh, and she's not unhappy, honestly. I mean, it's cake. It's cake. You she gotta, goes, gotta be happy about it. She cake? goes to inspect her cake uh-huh. and cast the command spell on John to kneel. Yeah. Uh, she knows that he must have a ship somewhere. He tells the others to go find it. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, she has some um, questions. Yep. As does Kaylee. Yep. Back with Tayla and Lauren, she sees a dart coming in towards them. No clue if that dart has seen them or not, um, but not taking chances. Yeah. Lauren thinks they should immediately destroy it. Yeah. Taylor's like, um, I don't know if you've been there or not. John's done this before. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give it a minute. Let's not just immediately go into destroy mode. However, Lauren does point out that he would have radioed as soon as he could. If that's uh, possible. Was them. And as soon as Taylor starts charging weapons, Todd FaceTimes them and politely asks not to be killed. You would think by now Todd would do that sooner, but I guess he's got to wait till he's in range every time. I guessing he was not only waiting till he's in range, but maybe further out of the other hive ship sensors. True. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, he definitely saw the rest of the team and will tell him all about it once he's on the ship. Yeah. When go, he, you got to go file, help your friends because I'm not going to do it. No, okay, I'm bye. certainly not going to do yeah. it. Uh, so he, he comes on board. The Marines and them help escort him to the bridge. Yes, he saw them. Yes, they were stunned and captured. And I mean, good thing I wasn't to be yeah. killed on sight. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to let me die. Here's the thing about rescuing them, though. The Hive in Orbit most definitely saw me leave and come here. And soon they're going to come looking. So not only do you need to rescue them, but you got to do it fast. Yeah, which also means that to save the team, we should probably leave. Yep. <laughs> to stay unseen. Don't be here anymore. Lauren is not a fan of. Mm -hmm. Taylor has another idea. Interesting. Cut to back into the queen's chamber and John is still on his knees. (laughs) And (laughs) the queen is asking how they found this place. Oh, you know, it was in a brochure. (laughs) I saw it on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) And as John is not answering, she's actually impressed. She's never felt this resistance from a human before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) John's had a lot of practice. (laughs) I don't even know how to say anything that isn't absolutely blue. I don't either. Okay, we're done. So instead, um, if John's not going to tell her, then she'll just feed on one of his team members. Mm. Ronan's like, I volunteer for fucking tribute. Yeah, come at me. But instead, the queen can read people. Mm-hmm. She goes for McKay, who's like, really the one time in my fucking life I'm chosen first. Yeah. Really? And he is also then forced to kneel. Um, She pulls her hand back, ready to go for the feed. John tries to get up and go after him. But then the queen just sort of gets confused Mm. and shakes her head and hesitates. Oh, it's a creepy message spell. Yeah, it's a creepy message spell. Um, And instead tells Mr. Wraith just to take him back to their cells Mm -hmm. and won't accept questioning. Oh, this is fine. Totally normal. 
I have no qualms that Mr. Wraith would find this weird. Nope, there's nothing strange going on here at all. Everything's fine forever. Let's go. Okay, bye. Yeah, that was definitely Taylor. Mm. Back on the other hive ship, she's sort of in a trance. Lauren explaining to Todd that she was not talking to them. She is taking control of the queen's mind. Yay. Which Todd thinks is impossible. Clearly he's never met Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stop underestimating these these humans. Yeah. Especially that one. Yeah. So we get a shot of the conversation going on in Taylor's mind. Um, It's a beautiful transition. Mm-hmm. And the queen, confused, sort of standing over her behind her, is wondering who has done this. Yeah. She's like, it don't matter who I am. It's it's the strength of a fetus and a me. I am stronger than you. And mm-hmm. as the queen, like, prowls around her. And we can see that when Taylor speaks, everyone in the room can hear her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the queen can feel Taylor's power. Mm-hmm. Full respect. But you can't maintain this forever. Feels like I don't need forever. Mm-hmm. Stands up. Yeah. She casts command. Mm-hmm. And now we can see the queen in her own room stand up mm-hmm. and go where Taylor he leads her. Yep. And at the same time, the queen is already looking for what she can manipulate in Taylor's mind. Oh, yeah. And knows Taylor is hiding something from her. And that's where Taylor, metaphorically at least, blinks. Yikes. And the queen knows that Taylor is not working alone, that there is another <laughs> life inside of her helping her. <coughs> and Taylor sort of doubles over in strain. It's enough to concern Lorne, but she gets back up, new determination on her face, and tells the queen to back the fuck off. Mm. Stay away from my baby, you bitch. Yeah. She's full alien. Full. Um, and the queen knows the two minds together are extremely powerful, but all the queen needs is a single moment. Mm -hmm. And then one thought is all she will need to crush the second mind out of existence. Taylor just focuses and holds her shit together. Uh Uh-huh. That's all you can do right here. Roll a concentration check. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give her advantage on the concentration check. <laughs> well, you know, she's got that baby. You yeah. get like a plus D6. Yep, yep. Um, back in the cell, Ronan knows that was fucking weird. Yeah. McKay would have other words to describe it, but no one's really sure what happens. Uh-huh. Which is when the queen takes out their guard, opens yeah. the door, and throws them their weapons. Huh. This is when you don't question it. You just go, yep, those are my weapons. Let's the, get the fuck out. The boys are sort of like frozen for a second. And so the queen's like, John, it's me. And honestly, it doesn't matter how it's Taylor. Just accept it and gear up. But also, like, what did you say? It's Taylor, not yeah. it's me. It still sounds like a fucking Wraith Queen. It does. But I'm I'm guessing the the noticeable change in tone. Sure, sure. I, I still think there's something to be said about saying, hey, it's Taylor. It's Taylor. It's me, Taylor. It is me. It is I, Taylor, your friend, Taylor, of the Taylors and the Taylor. <laughs> yeah. It's me. It me. Uh, so the queen can feel Taylor is weakening. Mm. And honestly, Taylor doesn't look good. Yeah. Lauren calls her name for a little, like, check-in and does not get a response. Yeah. On the planet, she tells the team they have to hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't die in the queen. You die in real life. Sorry. 
I watched The Matrix. <laughs> um, she doesn't know how much longer she can control the queen, so the boys go running. Mm-hmm. Taylor, hey, mind control's really hard, so get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, Taylor doubles over in pain, so the queen also doubles over in pain, which causes John to turn back and mm-hmm. ho- hold back for a second. Mm. And the queen, in Taylor's mind, has found the other life. Oh, there it is. And Taylor calls out for John's help through the queen. Without hesitation, John shoots and kills the queen as Taylor collapses back on the That's what you ship, gotta do. Gasping for breath, and Laura goes in to help. Yeah. Oof. Whew. So as the rest of the boys escape and talk, they still have to blow the ZPMs, but the mm-hmm. issue is, is only Todd knew where the fuck they were. Yep. Their schematics, but McKay didn't see ZPMs labeled on them. Yep. Which I love that John's like, well, you didn't look hard enough. That's clearly what it is. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. So a few things happen at the same time. Mr. Wraith starts the cloning process up. The boys start looking for where the ZPMs are, but mm-hmm. it's not something that's going to be a quick search. So the alarm goes off because they found the dead <laughs> queen. And John's like, you know what? Fuck all this. I have a better plan. Yeah. Back on the hive ship. Uh, I think better is is like <laughs> mm, questionable word, but I have, I have a different plan. I have, I have a plan. Uh, a pl- uh, Yeah. Yeah. Lauren checks in on Taylor, who, like, she saw the rest of the team, but she was also a little distracted because the queen is about to kill her kid. Sure. Um, also, the other hive ship has spotted them and is now heading this way. Yeah. Hey, things are getting even fuckier. Let's fix this. Yeah. So this place is a goddamn maze. So quickly, yeah. McKay has some difficulty finding an exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found an exit, but it's heavily guarded, and there's more guards coming, and John just decides this to do this old-fashioned way and just punch a hole with guns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? And they make for the door and into the forest. You make your own door. You make door here. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd is now in control of our hive ship. Yep. He wants to get the fuck out of here, but uh-huh. Lauren's like, eh, the rest of our team isn't here yet. Yeah, we don't, we don't leave our people behind. Todd reminds him that this ship is barely holding together. Uh-huh. This is true. One shot almost will take them out, and Taylor knows that John is on his way. They will wait for him. Yep. The other hive shows up, takes no hesitation in starting to fire, and obviously they're going to target the hyperdrive engines. They can't leave. Todd's like, not leaving is stupid. Yeah. It's about that time we see the jumper making its escape. John radio in. Um... Do what you gotta do to hold off the other hive. Mm-hmm. The jumper does make it to the dart bay. They aren't going into hyperspace. John has another set of coordinates for Yay. it. Yay! to digit. John's got another crazy ass idea. So, listen, in the world of John's crazy ideas, this mm-hmm. is not that high. No, that's true. This feels like the right amount of chaos. Yeah, he's had way stupider ideas yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they still have to destroy the cloning facility. Taylor sets a new course. Down in the base, some other wraith come to tell Mr. Wraith that the hive is now warning them that the bad guy hive is coming straight for them. Yeah. Because apparently the base doesn't have sensors of its own. Guys, guys, this thing is crazy. Cut to just a scenic shot. Of without warning, hive ship falling out of the sky directed yep. on the cloning base, big other... massive fireball. Yeah, yeah, yay, we did it. Pretty sure that did the trick. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. We did this. 
when in doubt, throw a ship at it. I like this. I feel like he's like, Taylor, set a course for fuck some shit up. <laughs> How about that? It's a technical Did term. it work? Yeah. Uh, and our team heads home. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. I do like the look on their faces on the jumper as they're heading home. Like... Did that just happen? I, we, uh, or is everybody okay? That's that's a little bit bigger than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, did, did I die? Did I just pee myself? Can somebody check for me? We uh we just got a new fire pit and um we didn't the 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 firewood I had was a little bit I think longer than what naturally okay. fit well into the fire pit. Okay. But we didn't cut it. We're like, "No, you're fine." Yeah. And cut to about like 15 minutes later and I'm like, "We're not in like a it's a fire pit made for like a smaller space, sure. but the the flames a little. It's safe. Like, listen, people, it was safe. But at the time, I'm like, we probably should have cut that wood in half. Did we? Are we about to set the house on fire? Like, nothing was actually going to yeah. light on fire. However, I was like, that flames. Yeah, pretty good size. It's more than I thought it would be. It's kind of the face on their the look on their faces as well. <laughs> Everything was fine. We're just going to cut the wood in half next yep. time. So sometime later in the Atlantis controller room, John and McKay uh, clear up for the viewer, I mean Zelenka, that Todd took um, a dart and either got away or was captured. Because mm-hmm. if he was captured... Either way, he is no longer here. If he was captured, probably dead, honestly. Yeah. Um, they make it to the top of the stairs when John sees Taylor out on the balcony. On the thinking spot. On the thinking pad. Mm-hmm. And goes to talk to her. Um, Taylor just came back from seeing Keller. Yeah. Everything's fine. Physically, at least. Mm-hmm. But Taylor is now fully realizing that she exposed the mind of her unborn son to yeah. the mind of a She's killer. She's like, maybe I'm not mom material like I thought. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do. I Did I just create a serial killer child? Did I, I just do this? Something. Is this the equivalent of dropping him on his head and then letting him? What is it? Like, there's like the three things that yeah. can happen. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Taylor is having a boy. Uh-huh. Uh, no, Keller did not actually tell her the gender. She just knows. Considering she just fought off a, a wraith queen with her son. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to name the baby Carson. Aww. Named a baby Carson. Um, I'm more like... Uh, like, uh, you're... How fetus brain not that strong, like yeah. Well, no, but resilient. True, because it is at the age where it's like just make more cells. Fuck yeah. all of these. That's Fuck true. Em. That's Dump true. Dump them. <laughs> Dump them. We got just new ones. More. Yeah. Just wrap it. You know that we know how we we're just in like a cloning facility. Yeah. Just clone some cells, bitches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Science. And- the whole mission has clarified things for Taylor. And she gets where John was coming from. You know, this whole time, the entire time that she's known them, honestly, without hesitation, she would have laid down her life for anyone on her team. Yep. But other considerations now. Mm-hmm. Was John's, like, understandable. Like the baby. The baby. Yeah. And Taylor starts to break down a bit when she explains how close the queen came to killing her son. Yeah. And if John had hesitated for a moment. Yeah, that would have been bad. And she goes to find comfort with John, who sort of just lets her and whatever embrace, cry shoulder. 
It's listen. I'll say it's far less awkward than he's been previously. Oh yeah, he's learning his place. I think knowing that Taylor has a relationship Maybe. kind of eased a lot of the awkward that he might have been feeling. Maybe yeah. Like the is there a thing here? Yeah. Is this a thing here? I don't understand <laughs> girls. But now I think he can be pretty clear that it's yeah. like, oh, this is my sister. Oh yeah, this is my yeah. sister. Uh, we have we've 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 established the bounds of the array. Yeah. Um. So, not to end on a dark note. That's fine. But there's a book I've been reading that's really good. Uh, if if you if you are interested and feel capable of looking into PTSD mm-hmm. and what what happens to our brains when things happen when we're younger, yeah, uh, it's called What Happened to You, and it's uh, written by a neuroscientist. Named Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. Can we just put that on headphones and put it on the Taylor's belly? Well, that's what I'm saying. That kid's going to be born with PTSD. The things I'm learning, I'm like, this poor kid. Yeah. Yike. Yike. Yikes. Okay. Uh, Hopefully also, you've replaced Heitmeyer because... This kid's going to need it. Both Taylor and the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I, this was fun. This was enjoyable. Yeah. But I do love this idea that I don't know that gravity is the right word, but I feel like Taylor's learned the reality of what it means to be carrying another life. Y- yeah. Not, not that she's an idiot, no. but like there's a certain, uh, cavalierness maybe that she yeah. was approaching things with. Like, yeah. um, and, and it's of I'm not faulting her for anything or judging no. her for it, but just a sense of like, oh, fuck, this is where things are different. Now. It's like, yeah, I think she was she was because, as she said earlier um, with John, where she's like, I have now tied me being pregnant to the disappearance of my people. Yeah. Yikes. And like the fact that this kid's now possibly the last of Everything my people. Is fine. I can imagine how in your head, without meaning to, there'd be a little bit of disconnect. Sure, sure, sure. And now there's full connect. Yep. Oh. Connect for Connect full. Yeah. All right. So next up. Yes. Listen, the the, the name of the next episode is called Quarantine. But <laughs> We just live here now. We live here. The back half of this season is honestly some of my favorite episodes. Listen, I'm not saying they're the best episodes. Okay. I'm saying they're some of my favorite episodes. Interesting. Yeah. I read that as meaning this is where we're going to get some of our sillier, goofier SG-1 style stuff. I will say there, there's one coming up that's a little sillier. Okay. There's one coming up that I just love like the interactions that happen in it okay a couple of them are just like they just they're just fun episodes gotcha i'm into it yeah um i'm excited okay so uh we are happy to be back yes holy farts we're here for a little while and no more breaks for like a couple weeks at least yeah, a few we, weeks. We might have one at the end of the year, but we might be able to pre-record and work around it at the end of the month. Month, yeah. year, month. I don't know time anymore. Words are hard. Time is a weird soup. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, 
Find us on Twitter or Tara Podcast. Find us on Facebook and There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us like review us get your podcast. Okay, we love you. I don't know what's happening with the volume of my voice. I like the tone juice. Okay, bye.